Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about demographic changes, which I know is a controversial subject. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to see this video, see its title, and proceed to assume what my opinions on the issue are without even watching the video and call me a whole bunch of things like a racist, bigot, xenophobe, you know the drill. Frankly, those people are lazy morons, and I've learned over my time on the internet that there's nothing I can do about them but for the rest of you. Please actually watch this video and listen to what I'm saying before you make judgments about what I do or do not believe because trust me, there is nothing more frustrating than trying to argue with someone who insists that you believe things which you actually don't. But before we go any further, I do have a quick message from our awesome sponsors over at Simply Safe. Did you know that according to studies, only about 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand? The rest are just spur of the moment crimes of opportunity, or in other words, they're random. And what's crazy is that only about one in five homes have home security. Maybe because companies don't really make it easy. Home security systems can be expensive and a hassle to install, and the companies themselves just a pain to deal with. That's why Simply Safe is my top choice, hands down. Simply Safe protects every door, window, and room with 24/7 professional monitoring. Plus, they make it easy on you. There's no contract, hidden fees, or fine print, and around-the-clock monitoring is just $15 a month. Another thing that makes Simply Safe really stand out is their video verification technology. When other home security systems are triggered, a lot of the time police assume it's a false alarm and the call gets sent to the bottom of the list but not with Simply Safe. Using their video verification technology, Simply Safe is able to visually confirm that a break-in is actually happening, allowing police to get to the scene 3.5 times faster than other home security companies. So visit simplysafe.com/lauren. You get free shipping plus a 60-day risk-free trial. You really have nothing to lose. Go now again that's simplysafe.com/lauren so they know our show sent you. Simply is spelled S I M P L I. Simply Safe com Lauren. Now for some background on this conversation, there are some terms that I need to explain, namely white genocide and the Great Replacement. And despite what CNN and Huffington Post may have been telling you, these are not merely synonyms for demographic change. The Great Replacement and white genocide are conspiracy theories pushed by alt-right and white nationalist groups that state that white people are being bred out of existence and their homelands taken over by other races. According to these theories, Jewish elites have been pushing low birth rate and open border policies in Western nations in order to facilitate the demise of European people. Now, for the record, I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway, I do not believe in some secret conspiratorial anti-white Jewish cabal working behind the scenes to orchestrate the genocide of white people. That is not my opinion of what's going on for many reasons, and that is not what this video is going to be about. However, white genocide and the Great Replacement are relevant to this discussion because they're being used as red herrings to smear people, as bigots, xenophobes, and racists anytime they try to bring up the very real phenomenon of changing demographics. Like I said, those terms are not the same, they're not interchangeable, and it's not a conspiracy theory to 
acknowledge that Western countries look very different than they did 50, 30, or heck, even just 15 years ago. Changing demographics are an objective fact. Social scientists, politicians, economists, sociologists, literally anyone who studies the population is aware of this. Now, there are many different factors that contribute to demographic changes, but in Western countries, two of the biggest ones are low birth rates and immigration. And while the alt-right and white nationalists love to obsess over how Western countries aren't as white as they used to be, the truth is that race is merely one component of many that comprises demographics, and if you ask me, it's one of the least important ones. Really, the only people out there who behave as if demographics is just another term for race are the alt-right and, incidentally, progressives. And no, that's not a coincidence. The demographics in Western countries have been changing in many ways for decades. Yes, there are more non-white people than there used to be, but there are also more foreign-born people, fewer Christians, and more low-skilled immigrants than before, too. Not to mention there are also fewer married couples, fewer households with children, more single-mother households, the list of demographic changes goes on. And yes, it's true that a lot of these metrics do correlate with race, as the progressive left and alt-right love to point out. The progressive left likes to mention the racial correlation in order to call me a racist, and the alt-right likes to mention the racial correlation in order to convince me to become a racist. But in both cases, correlation does not equal causation. And in my opinion, it's completely reasonable to be concerned with certain demographic changes, for instance, the increasing amount of immigrants who have different cultures and low skills without being a racist or blaming all of society's problems on a particular race. Crime, clashing cultures, and segmented unemployment are all real problems caused by changing demographics that affect the stability of our communities and our countries, but we can't even talk about these issues without being called far-right or a racist. It doesn't matter if your concerns have nothing to do with race, and again, this has nothing to do with race, but if you try to address these problems nowadays, people are going to freak out. Tucker Carlson is a perfect example of this. The magazine profiles a small coal mining town of Hazleton, Pennsylvania. In the year 2000, Hazleton's population was 2% Hispanic. Just 16 years later, Hazleton is majority Hispanic. That's a lot of change. People who grew up in Hazleton returned to find out they can't communicate with the people who now live there. And that's bewildering for people. That's happening all over the country. No nation, no society has ever changed this much this fast. Now, before you start calling anyone bigoted, consider and be honest, how would you feel if that happened in your neighborhood? It doesn't matter how nice the immigrants are. They probably are nice. Most immigrants are nice. That's not the point. The point is, this is more change than human beings are designed to digest. If you're anything like me, then you probably think that everything said in that clip was completely reasonable. How would you feel if in 15 years, many or heck, even most of the people in your hometown weren't speaking the same language as you? How would you feel if they had values that just seemed to be in total conflict with your own? And how would you feel if these people were also particularly low-skilled, meaning that the unemployment rate was driven up, but also because of the increase in the population, rent prices were also driven up? What would you do then? Those are not racist concerns to have, and you'd have to be an idiot or painfully naive to look at that situation and think, nah, 
Totally fine. We just need to have more love and tolerance and it'll all work out. Speaking of idiots though, according to the folks over at Media Matters, if you try to bring attention to any of these problems, then apparently you might as well be screaming white genocide from the top of your lungs. Uh, the white supremacists are American citizens. Uh, the illegal immigrants are people who shouldn't be here. Your views on immigration will have zero impact and zero influence on a House dominated by Democrats who want to replace you, the American voters, with newly amnestied citizens and an ever-increasing number of chain migrants. What was wrong with any of that? Seriously, please stop trying to conflate immigration concerns with literal white supremacy. Look, I believe that moderate levels of immigration favoring skilled immigrants who contribute economically and who share similar values as the host citizens, that can enrich countries. And I think historically we've seen that happen in places like the US, UK, and Canada. But the immigration trends we're seeing now, with hundreds of thousands of new people coming in every single year, that's different from anything that's been tried before. And people like Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, they're not racist for wanting to have a conversation about this. It's not racist for someone to look around in their country and say, hang on a second, there seem to be a lot of people who weren't born here, don't speak our language, don't share our values, and don't add to our economy. And what's so funny about so many of these groups that are pushing for these changes, the environmentalists who don't want you to have kids because of climate change, the open borders progressives who think that Western countries can just take in the world's poor, the politicians who want to replace their declining number of citizens with immigrants so they can keep up this Ponzi scheme that is social security, they all believe the same incorrect assumption, that human beings are all the same. Blank slates, just interchangeable numbers on pieces of paper. This is one of the biggest lies imaginable, and people have been trying to push it for hundreds, if not thousands of years, to disastrous results. And to be clear, I'm not saying that humans shouldn't all be treated equally, especially under the law, because we absolutely should be. But if you're making plans with the assumption that all humans behave the same way, share the same skills, values, and interests, you're gonna be disappointed because we don't. For example, to all of the environmentalists out there who keep telling Westerners not to have any kids because of climate change and so our birth rates start to drop and we need to bring in immigrants because we have retirees to support. If you think the world is so overpopulated, then why don't you do more outreach to populations that actually still have high birth rates, like those in developing countries, which granted some of you do do, but not enough of you. In countries like Niger and Somalia and the Congo, women have about six kids each. Meanwhile, in places like the US, UK, and Canada, women on average are having less than two kids each, which by the way, is below replacement levels. Guess which group people are telling to stop having kids? I'll give you a hint. It's not the Africans. Well, people in Niger emit fewer pollutants than people in the US, you might be saying. Well, if you all had it your way, all those people in Niger would be in the US living the same wasteful Western lifestyle as the rest of us, so what's the difference? The birth rates of developed countries, and that's Western and Asian countries like Japan and Singapore and Hong Kong, they're already so low that they're completely screwing up the fabric of our societies. So please take your anti-natalist agenda 
somewhere else. And progressives, you're up next. How do you expect to essentially empty third world countries into Western countries and not expect Western countries to turn into third world countries themselves? Do you guys really expect the hundreds of thousands of immigrants you want to take in per year and whom you refuse to vet based upon merit, by the way, to just magically overnight become educated, culturally compatible, and English speaking by virtue of simply crossing a border? Because it doesn't work like that. Assimilation takes time and frankly, it's just way less likely to happen if too many immigrants come at once and ghettos form. And that's not even to mention the hard truth that not everyone possesses the necessary skills to become the next Elon Musk model immigrant boon to the economy. We can't save all the world's poor by just relocating them to Western countries, okay? We we just can't. But if you really are that worried about people in other countries, then maybe we should have a bigger conversation about how to make life in those other countries better so they don't need to leave. Now, politicians, you a-holes, look, I get it. You're in trouble. You promised retirees a bunch of money when they stopped working, but you've been spending all of their tax dollars on useless crap, and now you don't have any left to give them back. And to make matters worse, your citizens have largely turned into selfish, godless, nihilistic incels who aren't having any kids, so you don't have anyone to collect new money from. I understand that simply importing new migrants to tax may, on paper, seem like a good idea, but the thing is, that only works if they have money to tax. If they're not actually economic contributors, but rather economic takers, then all you've really done is make the problem worse. I just, I, I don't really get why you'd think you'd get the same amount of tax revenue from a migrant who doesn't have any high school education and maybe doesn't even read in his own language let alone English, as you would say, a hedge fund manager from Connecticut. I'm, I don't mean to be politically incorrect, but surely I can't be the only one thinking that. We've seen this in Europe, we're seeing it here, and they, they are attempting to replace us with citizens that they think, there are future citizens, that they think would be more amenable to voting for mm -hmm. them. Their political success does not depend on good policies but on demographic replacement. Your state has been completely overrun by this uh, illegal yes. invasion. I think calling anything but an invasion at this point is just not being honest with people. Can you be surprised that when you change an, uh, a society as old as a European society, or even one as old as ours, completely through immigration in a short period of time, that some people won't like it and that there will be a backlash. Where's the lie? Honestly, all this is doing for me is showing me how surprisingly based Fox News is now. So in conclusion, our demographics are changing and our societies are changing as well as a result of this. That's not up for debate. But what we can discuss is how we feel about these changes and whether we want this trend to continue. So let me know, how do you feel about mass immigration and low birth rates and what do you think can be done to address them? That's it for now though. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.